Who shot you in the ass? Who? That who would be you. Me? I shot you? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, was, I was shooting. Yeah, I, was, I did a lot of shooting. I mean, but I, I, I ain't saying I shot you in the ass. I mean, I, I ain't saying I didn't shoot you. But gun Damn! Somebody shot you in the ass. Tell me about it. everybody welcome back to uh, gundam and mhq this is one of your hosts neo and joining me always is so bro ryu so bro say hello good evening guys yo it's been a minute <laughs> yeah it's been more than a minute oh, boy. yeah it's uh, summer vacation baby <laughs> yeah summer vacation lots of yeah lots of stuff just coming up and mm. um yeah, me, me, and me and Soulbro were fighting the good fight, but mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, we were still we we're still doing our, our homework. But um, yeah, it was just hard to get together there. So it's just you know life gets in the way sometimes. So but we're back for episode two one two. Oh, the two one two. Holy shit! Um, in this episode, we're going to continue on with uh, me and Soulbro's adventure into to, into the. Tomino shows that we never did with Chris because Chris would not allow it. He said, "No, we'll <laughs> never be able story. to do this." He said, "No, no, no, no." These were the ones that uh, before uh, uh, before Chris went into retirement, uh, we I think we, we were planning to eventually get all these done, and uh, it just never really happened because you know things and, 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 oh, yeah. and other shows coming up. So, yes, in this one, uh, it's going to be. Uh, second to the last, it looks like, uh, Solbro. This is uh, Brain Power, the 1998 release uh, from Tamino. So, uh, but we'll we'll be getting to that in a little bit. But uh, Solbro, anything as I saunter over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio for some Leo, uh, Leo's Neo's listener submitted news. Yo, yo, Leo. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> yo, yo, we got we got a new we got a news new guy new news guy new news guy yeah yo, yo Leo for real. <laughs> he's the he's the Bizarro. If this uh, is Bizarro world. Be, yeah, no, no, no. Neo's listening to the news article. No, a lot so. has happened in the last two months, man. Uh, hopefully, yeah. something would be covered in the news. If not, we probably just have a random discussion about um, all sorts of shit. And then, uh, yeah. I, I've got well, really no, nothing no. to say at the moment, but um, I'll, I'll let the news do the talking, and uh, it's on to it, man. Go for it. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff that um, that came in on the the, um, the news here, but I was actually going through the Gundam Twitter feed, and I found some breaking news as of like eight hours ago, and, oh, and I'm wondering, um, Solbro, I don't know, you might you might have seen this in, in your travels on the interwebs today, so. Um, but it looks like uh, Crunchyroll has announced their expansive Gundam licensing partnership with Sunrise and Sotus. So it looks like um, uh, Crunchyroll has acquired the merchandise rights for Gundam, Gundam Wing, Gundam C, Gundam Double O, and Iron-Blooded Orphans. And they're going to be uh, across North and South America, the United Kingdom, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. 
Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's but it's it's interesting because it just lists those five shows. So original Mobile Suit, Wing, uh, C, Double O, and Iron Blooded Orphans. So um, it, w- it looks like some of the merchandise fans can look forward to will arrive in the form of everything from apparel and bags to accessories, home decor, uh, furnishings, uh, lifestyle items, food, and more. Okay, home decor, Bright's chair. That's got to come, right? Oh, please, yes. I've been waiting for this all my whole my whole damn life. I can make extensive modifications yeah. <laughs> to make it work. But if I can make it work, I will make it work. Please, I, I, we need to make it happen, y'all. I, I, I'll flip a whole house just to engineer that chair into it, so that way it can move to each room fl- uh, freely. Yeah. <laughs> Always have a, a cup of cold soda waiting for me, or cold brew, whatever your preference is. But uh, yes, yes, it did. I, I I do find food interesting too. They're saying um, so that's got to be bright burgers, maybe. Oh, indeed. Um, maybe some gun from white base salt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't go on. You can't, uh, you can't be on a war campaign without it. <laughs> you can't. You don't understand, Mister Bright. We need the salt. We you need, don't understand. We need salt. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a that was like a little like biology lesson right there in that episode. <laughs> Our body needs salt to work properly. How are we gonna do this? Exactly. Right was like, you know what? I like to salt a good bright burger. So we're this <laughs> that's our number one <laughs> our number one focus at this point. Well, so seasoning. <laughs> lifestyle items, what would that be? Lifestyle items. I'm trying to think. Man, uh, um it's a good question. Um, uh, Haro, uh, <laughs> Haro wallet or something. Uh, Haro or... wallet or something. <laughs> no, that'd be an accessory. That would be. Home, home decor and furnishings. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Any number of things. But uh, yeah, I'm good to see uh, Gundam getting merchandised out a bit more. And... Well, guess what? This is pretty interesting. It says here in the article that Gundam, <laughs> take a guess. Since 1979, how much Gundam has grossed in total retail sales? Four billion. No, you're actually low. Oh shit! Ten. You're getting warmer. Oh my god, like twenty? Maybe I'm you're just... on. Oh. Yeah, oh. twenty billion in total retail sales from 1979. That's very impressive. Indeed, um, it is. That's a lot. Especially in merchandise alone, I know that's a good chunk of it right and there. And it says here the plastic model kits, a.k.a. Gunpla, makes mm-hmm. up 90% oh, yeah. of the Japanese character plastic model market. It's the turning game. into a top 15 media franchise. It's so. the product that keeps on giving, man. It's it's uh, oh yeah, it's been Bandai's lifeblood since they rolled those suckers out. I mean, granted, I'm sure they had success before, but when that shit, when Gunpla started rolling, man, they uh, uh, once it once it took hold, man, every, uh, it's been it's been going strong since. Um, so yeah, this so this is going to be North America, South America, United Kingdom, Europe, Australia, New Zealand. So basically, the Western world. Oh, um, shout out to Aaron. He said Gundam condoms. Yo, they're back. <laughs> when it comes back. to lifestyle items. That could go. possibly be a lifestyle item, there yeah. You go. Indeed. Indeed. Yo, customizable alarm clocks in the shape of hearts. Well, is, is there gonna be an uh, is there gonna be like um an over an over eighteen section in the Gundam store? <laughs> <laughs> what good wonder. <laughs> so but yeah, that that I thought that was kind of interesting. So um I mean Shoot! Now you're able to view Gundam on um, online and everything. So man, th- it, it's amazing. So, bro, when we started this podcast, none of this stuff. 
no man it was a struggle <laughs> it was like it was like a dark cellar it was like yeah no gundam's probably not you you, <laughs> you had your chance to tsunami <laughs> exactly right and instead now it's uh if you didn't catch it live uh your your ass Holy was asked out or if you didn't even use the methods that was it but now it's actually showing up it's creeping its way into streaming services netflix uh hulu it's it's showing up gundam is finally uh so yeah it was surely w- sneaking in there and uh i really hope people start to uh to tune in, man, because uh, I, I think there's a lot of good, uh, well, good content. New, news, news to Sunrise. Pick a streaming service and put all your stuff on it. Yeah, man. Like, this really. this thing where it's, like, all over the place. Um, but, yeah, so um, <laughs> that's pretty good news there. So, yeah, um, going to be going into some Neo's listener submitted news articles here. Um, oh, man. First one comes from Nilo uh 1987 or probably 1987 mm-hmm. and it's going to be a little dated but it's okay it's still stuff that we can talk about we would have talked about during the, the show back then but um i i think i've actually seen this tm revolution teases gundam seed film project status yeah i heard about this yeah oh, yeah boy. so i guess um he was doing some concerts celebrating the 40th anniversary of uh, the first gundam anime at the end of his set he had reported he had asked the uh, Mobile Suit Gundam uh, Seed anime staff and announced the Gundam Seed film project. So, um, gosh, it's been 15 years since the second Gundam Seed series, Gundam Seed Destiny. Wow. <laughs> it's been a while. It surprised me that it's been that long, yeah. but it sure yeah. enough has been, man. I mean, we were watching that, that shit fresh. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching watching that with Raw. Like that was back in the days when you get subtitles like three days afterwards. Yeah, right. (laughs) You had to wait. Man, they're on it. We got this like two days. We got this two days after what? It's like we got trying to just yo son. (laughs) Trying to just trying to discern like you know what the hell are they saying? Um, so it looks like um, I don't. Okay, so it looks like they're going to be having uh, film project. Yeah, I don't want to go too much into that because it's it's, it's speculation right now. I mean, show me, uh, yeah, show me, show me footage, show me uh, some kind of teaser trailer, Something. and I, I yeah. can definitely get behind it. But I'm glad to hear that TM Revolution at least is trying to keep those fires alive. I don't know if that's well, going to work. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably probably needs to work. I, I know I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people uh, right now. We're, we're groaning at the news, and it's like if they do it right, I'm not against the seed movie, man. I'm really not. It just has to be done right, and they need to get better writers. Or or and, mm-hmm. and here's an idea: original story, yeah. like and just and do an original story that's good for a movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, not yeah, not like cool. not like a series of movies, just one movie. And don't try to cram like, everything in the kitchen sink in there or try to yeah. tie loose ends from the show. If you want to tie some loose ends, that's cool. Sometimes simple is better. Yeah, but but surprises. That that's what I really would like, and I would like a, a competently told story that kind of brings closure. If this is going to be the last entry for Seed, then it can bring closure for us, or it could just be something uh, new and exciting, and maybe open new doors. I don't know. Um, or maybe like maybe like what started the, you know show more what started the war yeah. or um, show uh, when what's his face Mula Flaga <laughs> became the Hawk of Endemian. He was yeah. the only guy to be able to shoot down the mobile suit. Like in I mean something something because there as much as we've crapped on seed at times, there's actually some interesting things about the the universe and and you look at it in the aspect of 
things that is actually bleeding into the world today where they're, you know, talking about genetically modifying people and, and things like that. So, um, just like just like Gundam Wing, uh, Gundam Wing is very uh, relevant now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going to be Trace Kusharnata? <laughs> oh my! If you're God. a Trace like guy. It's very easy. You could just take all his all his sayings from uh, Gundam Wing, and that'd be your that'd be ready for your your speeches in real life there. So, but oh, uh, you know thank what, you, no, Mister. I, I didn't know Chiaki hmm. more. I forgot. I, I don't recall if we talked about this on the show, but I didn't know that Chiaki Morisawa passed away. In 2016. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did. I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Man, I know Fukuda is uh, still around apparently, but I don't know that Chiaki Murasawa passed. I remember. Oh, I remember. Okay. I remember doing a story about her that she had cancer. Yeah, so. she was suffering through it when she was working on the show. So uh, yeah. it was one of those things that it was just well known. I don't know if she ever um, like had went into remission or whatever, but yeah, that's maybe still unfortunate that she's gone. But yeah, um, if anything, yeah, shout outs to her and uh, back onto the news. Yeah, next one comes here from uh, Rodimus76. And this is actually very funny news. Uh, this comes from Canada. Oh. And it looks like a man in a friend's t-shirt is wanted for stealing $30,000 worth of action figures. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Toronto police. And I hear Toronto police. I just think of the Toronto police in no. Strange Brew. No. <laughs> I'll be there for you. <laughs> Yeah, trying to track down a man that stole $30,000 worth of action figures from the Scarborough Mall. And, Don't look at this uh, killer, he, holy shit. He, I guess he targeted Marvel and Gumpla, oh, uh, Gundam no. characters. What? He's described as tw between 20 to 30 years old with a medium build, clean shaven face, straight black hair with bangs. He was wearing a black baseball cap with a white emblem, a black friend's t-shirt, black pants, what? and black shoes with... Oh, my God, that's Yo, hilarious. where's Robert Stack if you need him? If you've seen this man and you have inf important information, make sure to call Unsolved Mysteries. I wonder I wonder if they ever caught him, because this is from back in September 8th. So I'm oh. wondering if... It, yeah, if somebody could find out if this guy was um, uh, caught, that'd be great if there's a follow-up on it. <laughs> this just in. Somebody hit me with the with the tweet on Twitter. Uh, and just at me at Sober Ryu or use the uh, hashtag Gundam. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta know. So we we gotta know if this guy's been captured or not. That's hilarious. Yo, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the news. Yo, get him. So oh, thank you, shit. Mr. Rodimus76, for your submission. Oh, the next one here comes from uh, Yazi88. Oh, and man. Uh, ooh, man, it looks like the Virtual On Collection uh, is gonna launch uh, for PS and November 27th in Japan. It's called uh, Virtual On Masterpiece 1995 to 2001. Mm -hmm. So it's going to uh, be available on the PlayStation Store. Um, it's going to include uh, Cyber Trooper Cyber Trooper Virtual On Cyber Trooper Virtual On Ontario Hangram mm -hmm. MSBS version 5.66 oh boy and cyber troopers virtual on force so there you go it's for all you virtual on fans yeah that's pretty cool man i, I always liked the virtual on series never really was uh, i was like uh, i wasn't player, that but... good at i wasn't really good at them mm -hmm. and um i liked them i liked the way they looked and stuff but uh yeah it just never really got you know 
I guess when you're not good at something, you tend not to. I love that in the arcades, man. When we used to go to Rockies and whatnot, they used to have them. Shoot yeah, them. the arcade, the arcade versions were cool, but yeah. I, I remember trying to play it. I think maybe on Xbox, maybe or mm-hmm. PlayStation. It might have been PlayStation or PlayStation Two, and yeah, it's pro- yeah, it had to have been. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it was PlayStation Two. I just couldn't couldn't do it. So. Um, so thank you, Mr. Rodimus76. And he comes back with this one. Oh, man. <laughs> this is some robot apocalypse news. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. This is the geek, Geeko Logie. And it's <laughs> two robotic vacuums fall in love in the middle of the night. One rides off on top of the other. Oh, my what? God. So they're stacking. They're trying to get taller. This is their whole. <laughs> this is their whole plan. I thought it was copulating. <laughs> oh my! Oh, you see how? Oh, yeah, because it's because it's raised. That's awesome, actually. That's uh, wow. Yo, King. Man. See, they're co- they're coordinating. <laughs> they're coordinating attacks. They, are. they figured it out. Just a few more, and they will conquer the planet. Oh my gosh! Yeah, man. Gotcha. And once they put cat, and once they put cats on them. We're done. That's a wrap, baby. <laughs> yeah. Rodman 76 comes back with some more uh, Robot Apocalypse news where he goes, oh, Disney, isn't it enough that you just take all of our movie theater money? Oh. Now, now you want people, they just designed a soft robotic hand and arm and hand for human interaction. What? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to his link on uh, on the MechaTalk forum, it looks like... Um, guys just sitting there shaking the hand with this robot so so basically this is the first and, step in replacing the um replacing the mascots with actual uh robot mascots man yeah i i, I as <laughs> the guy that wrote the article is as my buddy and tipster Farius points out it looks like they were trying to make a real life baymax from big hero 6 Ooh. or at least the arm quote the sex robot industry is going to be all over this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, Disney. I know you're trying to do good, but it, it, the first robots that are going to be realistic are going to be for sex. We know this. <laughs> that's how that's how you develop technology. That's how that's how technology moves forward. Sex Japan is, is furious at work, furiously at work. Oh, what do you, you think established DVD and videotapes and Blu-ray? Or <laughs> yeah. well, maybe not Blu-ray, but the other formats. Yes, yes. It was if it wasn't yeah. for porn, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. But uh, that is uh, that is something yeah. else, man. Look the, at this. The first lifelike robot will be a sex robot. Oh, we my know goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, damn it. And Rodimus76 comes back with some more robot apocalypse news. Looks like good old Boston Dynamics is added again. Yes. Looks like the uh, the humanoid robot can now spin 360 in the air. Oh, I gotta see this. So yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna like that. Um, oh. So that means they can jump in the air and then do 360 uh, shot kills. Here we go. Um, oh so, yes, yo Atlas. He doesn't stop for nothing. I'm about to pull up this video no, right man. now. Oh Atlas, here we go. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's rolling. He's oh he's in the position. Oh, 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 yep, yeah, yeah, yo, Atlas, you're gonna kill us all, baby, yeah, you cute Yeah, get bastard. used to that face, Woo! yeah, get used to that face, because that's gonna be the last face wow. a lot of us are gonna see before Look at this son of a bitch, boy, he did a, he did a, he did a prance, oh my yep. goodness. And he's doing a gymnastics routine, oh, and like, what? yeah. He did, look at the spin, spin a Rooney, yo. This is, this is, this is all the moves they're gonna do as they kill you. 
Oh, Remember now, he can have weapons on each one of those hands. Oh my god! I just I love how he does like the dismount. <laughs> <laughs> I just wished it. I just witnessed the end of mankind. <laughs> the, the the only the only thing that makes me feel good about this is that the freaking scientists that are building this thing they will be the first ones that will get their faces ripped off. Yeah, they'll be the so first that, to go. They, They'll be like, maybe we should have done this. Ah! <laughs> the ones who could possibly stop it will be the first to be killed. I mean, that just makes Pretty sense. Pretty much. It just makes yeah. sense. <laughs> it's, it's over for us. <laughs> and I actually and, and, and I'm actually have more renewed sense of danger because over the weekend, I um, uh, rewatched The Matrix. I hadn't seen it forever. And uh, I found out uh, the girlfriend never really saw um the matrix she saw the second one but not the first one i was like oh okay well i mean the second one's not too bad but the oh yeah she liked it I mean, she's an engineer so she oh, right she likes on. all that stuff yeah she's already told me she'll side with the robots i'm oh, like well Jesus. you know that's when it ends Damn. <laughs> you, you with the traitor man that sucks <laughs> That's a wrap. Well, maybe I'll get some intel. Maybe I'll oh, get some intel. Yeah. Man, she gonna sell you out, man. You were gonna, you were gonna be the, you were nope. gonna be what saved mankind, man. You were gonna lead the yeah. revolution. Not now. Yeah. She got your number, boy. She already got you on speed dial. Not, not, not. <laughs> oh man. It's over. No. 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 So. Um, Yo, these robot dogs it, are coming for us, boy. Oof. Yo, uh, yeah, Crystal right. Diamond. Uh, these. What's uh, this company though? I'm just. I'm scared. Boston Dynamics, yeah, Boston I Dynamics. know. They've... I was going to try to call them, call them uh, Crystal Dynamics, but that's a video game company. Let me fix my <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, I think I, I believe at one point Boston Dynamics is owned by Google, and then they sold it. Really? That makes I sense. I think so, for a, sh for, for a very short time. Like, they've been doing this on their own, and I think Google owned them, or maybe even Google invested in them um, heavily or something like that. I I really can't remember, but that I think they surprising. were involved. Um, they were involved in some way with them, and then they kind of uh, parted ways. So um, Google is a company that will develop Skynet, so you know it makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Shout out yeah. to Dalo. Dalo says, "Will your first son be named Connor? Don't you understand? Neo's first son will be named after the Admiral. Fix your face." Yeah. <laughs> will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> His name is Bill. <laughs> Come on, no, I'm gonna name Busker. Yeah, oh, Bill. <laughs> speaking of uh, Battlestar Galactica, did you hear? Since it wasn't in the the news, you heard that they're working on a spinoff that's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be helmed by us, uh, Sam Ismail, the guy who did. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, oh my God, it's that show. Uh, I want to call it iRobot, but it's not called iRobot. It's uh, the chat will help me out. But uh, it's gonna it's be on Mr. Uh, Robot. Mr. Robot, thank you so much. Yes. I've never seen that, but every time I watch wrestling, they freaking advertise the hell out of it. Yes. And the only thing, the only other thing I know about it stars Freddie Mercury. Yes, it does. So. It sure does, boy. <laughs> yes, Lee Asian. Yo, shout out to Lee Majors in the chat. He says, Mr. Robot. Yo, shout out to everybody over on Twitch. Dalo, Master Chief Snake, Enron76. Yo, yup. The Elusive Yup. And of course, Flame X and Mr. Lee Majors. And uh, anybody else is over there watching, thank you for tuning in. Everybody on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. But yeah, Mr. Yeah, Robot's on I, 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 I heard about this. Now, I'm looking online real quick, and we'll, and we'll get to brain power eventually. Oh, yeah, eventually. Um, Boy, we're gonna, but we're gonna um, get to it for uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, woo! But um, yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, I heard that they it's gonna be coming on the NBC 
Yes, uh, Universal Peacock. streaming service. They're calling so, it Peacock. Uh, that's what I mean. Their network is going to be called. They're moving over uh, all of, all a bunch of their sitcoms that aired on their network. So if you so, if you like Parks and Rec, you better get you better you better uh, binge watch that motherfucker one more time because that shit's going to be okay. Gone. So he's been in contact with Ronald Moore. So this yes. isn't going to be they where they try to do the reboot. Of the original no, show. It's embedded in the universe that Ronald Moore actually created. I don't know when and where, but it's going to be a spinoff, much like Captain Oh, Marvel. just give us the freaking Cylon War. Yeah, I would hope so. I, would I, I, I don't care that. about anything else. I just want the goddamn Cylon War. Like, I just, that's all I want. It's like Game of Thrones. I yes. don't give a shit about anything else. I want Robert's Rebellion. I don't give a crap about something that happened a thousand years ago when freaking there are dragons everywhere and all that mm -hmm. the only other thing i would care about with that would be how that um what is it valeria died but give us the crap we want give us the freaking cylon war like and 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 i don't have to have as much as i love adama we don't have to have it where adama's in there just show us all the shit that's going on or his ancestors I mean, or whatever we get I don't. I don't need his ancestors. Yeah, I mean, you can. You can even have him show up. You can have the Galactica show up because yes, it's a, an important ship. Yeah, you can have Edward James also almost do the narration. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. But just give us the freaking what started the war, how bad it was, mm -hmm. and how. I mean, that's what we want to see. I don't want to see anything else but that. Yeah. I so I mean, yeah, yeah. All these streaming services are all. They're all. So this guy did Mr. Robot and Homecoming. Yeah. What is Homecoming? I don't know. It, uh, it does sound familiar. I, uh, God, I know that it was on some other network, but I can't remember. That's not this. That's not that show that was on Showtime, right? It might be. Let me look it up. Real With real Claire Danes. Oh no, that's uh, that is uh, something else. That that's is, uh, I used to watch that show. Oh and my God. Homeland. 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 That's Homeland. Yeah. Newest home something. Homecoming. I'm looking it up now. TV series. So what do you think, so bro? Are you? I mean, it doesn't really say. So we'll be sent. Okay, so there's just rumors we're talking about. Oh, um, it's a Julia Roberts television series. Came on. Oh, it came out in okay. 2018 on Amazon Prime. Homecoming. That's what it is. Did not know she even did a TV show. It's a psychological thriller. All right. Good to know. You know, in in some way. Damn, I don't know. It's like in some ways I like it because you can always get more Battlestar, but. I yeah. want it in the what the reimagined series thing, yeah. you know that universe. But then I don't want it to be bad. Yeah, because we remember like, Caprica that's... and Caprica had it was a mixed <laughs> yeah, bag. I just it don't want it to be bad. Bag, so yeah, it could, yeah. Be, it could be that, or it could be. I just want it to be well thought out and and well planned. I don't want it to just capitalize of a Battlestar Galactica because even Battlestar Galactica had rough issues towards his end so if you're going to be doing this make sure you have mapped yeah. this out make sure you know what you're leading towards don't make a show and then just start writing it out your ass because uh, I need I need to be some kind of vision now so it works for some people the cats that did Breaking Bad a lot of the stuff that they came across as they were writing it but those guys can write themselves out of a corner like that most writers cannot mm -hmm. because they're not trained to do it so I I, I heard that there was issues with uh, uh, Mr. Robot seasons two or seasons three or something like that. Like the people love season one, but two and onward has been a mixed bag for a lot of those viewers, which is why I held off on watching it. But um, yeah, uh, I all I can say is that I, I hope I like the trailer when it drops 
and I hope it is promising, and there's a lot of fertile ground with Battlestar Galactica that they could mine if done right. So uh, it just depends on where they want to focus. The war. Be. I yeah. just want the fucking war. I would like, like that, too. that I mean, I here's the thing. The war was, what, 10 years? Mm -hmm. Here's There you go, 10 seasons. Give me... You know the lead, the lead up to war, <laughs> the freaking first year or so. I mean, I, that's what we want to we want to see. I don't care about anything else, and it's on a streaming platform, yeah. So you that can make it as violent and as disturbing yes. as, as 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 you want to. Exactly. It's it's um, you know, I just don't. I I, no, I mean, right I, now, if I was to look into the future. Of these sequel shows that are coming out for a lot of the stunt genre shows that we're looking forward to, Picard really is the only one I'm looking forward to right now. And Man, that, that trailer Picard was. Really, I gotta say, Picard. That, that trailer was banging. Not, not my, not my, not my, not my favorite. Not my captain. Uh, not my captain. But God damn, that trailer Ooh, looks good. That trailer hurt I'm me, like, son. It's like, yo, <laughs> I'm ready for this shit now. But I, I gotta say, I mean, the, the, the. Um, I mean, we'll have to discuss that when it starts coming yes, out. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm down it, for it that is, 100. Um, it is just. I already have CBS All Access, and I already have it for other reasons. But yeah, I, 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 I just looked at that because it's it's it looked. I just love the thing of the man being broken. Yes, and trying to find like his path, yeah. and what what broke this man? Like what broke yeah. Picard? Like Picard's pretty unflappable and. The, you're, you're seeing that this man not not only and, and it is interesting they they keep that they keep that um that last next generation movie insurrection yeah in the canon but you know, and, what, you know what's really awesome about picard now as an old man he actually listened to kirk kirk told him not to ever take an admiralship or anything yeah. like that stay a captain be in it as long as you can but he did become an admiral though he, did he really i totally forgot yeah he's an ad he's from what i've read on the things he's an admiral oh and, and something happened. Yeah, he he. What they so the thing is they said to uh, he led he led the largest rescue fleet and something broke him to save the Romulan and something broke him. Wow, man! Oh, I know. Yeah, what, because remember Romulus. Uh, if you, I read the comic book, that it explodes. Place. Yeah, it, it, it explodes. exploded, and uh, in, in their timeline, the 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 main timeline, it exploded. Yeah, they lost a bunch of people. They lost Spock. No, they, that's how Spock got. Through no, the they they the they, they put the yeah. They, that's the thing. I read the thing. They were talking about it. the J.J. Abrams, the first movie with Romulus exploding. That's all in the canon now. Yeah, it's all in the canon. Um, it's a crazy thing. It's pretty wild. Uh, so I, I wonder what... I know that they confirmed that, of course, the trailer confirms that Data's back, at least in some capacity. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how, but um, he's back. And seven of Nine, Se which is, I seven, think, seven, an seven interesting thing uh, They confirmed because that's going to be Borg. There's exactly. going to be something with the Borg. Yeah, I think there is because the, there's a girl in there that I think is the new generation of Borg, or she's some kind of hybrid that they're trying to protect. That's uh, one of the things, and she has all these abilities and powers. Well, so. I think that, I think they uh, people are speculating. Maybe so. The trailer gives me that impression. Yeah. So that's me just spitballing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But then uh, they confirmed uh, that both Riker and, um, and 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 Troy are going to be making appearances in this first season. So that's been uh, confirmed by news outlets. So I'm really thrilled for that, man. What, what, what about what what about the be directing one... too? So that's cool. What about the one person Picard could never defeat, Cisco? Oh Lord. Yo, 
Hey, first episode of freaking Deep Space Nine. He freaking yells a freaking he yells poor Picard off the freaking off Deep Space Nine. Here's the deal. They purposely didn't show us one character that we know is gonna fucking show up. Can you think of who's gonna fucking show up in the series at least once? In a good way or a bad way? Oh, it could be either, but I think it's gonna be a fan fucking tastic. Um Q? Yes. He's gonna fuck you know he's gonna show. He has to. He loves Picard. He has to so fucking Picard. much. Dude, I'm so Picard. <laughs> you know he's like Picard. Dude, you Donald said Janeway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know what though? You laugh, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh my Frickin god! Janeway in the in the Star Trek universe, she ends up being an admiral and very important. So yeah, it's true. It's like <laughs> as, much as, you, as much as people hate that, because I don't, I think she's instrumental in defeating the Borg or something, or oh, keep man. you know when they come back. So I, <laughs> your wench Chakotay. That's <laughs> yo Chakotay. Let's go. <laughs> Well, be yeah. I mean, I well, the fact that they got freaking seven oh nine though—that's interesting. Yeah. They, that's it, interesting that they're bringing her in. It because... says a lot, and the fact that her and Picard are pretty well known to each other. But I mean, it's been many years since since their time yeah. on television, so they've all had time to meet. And 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 she also has a connection to Picard because Picard was uh, was what once about Wesley. Got to have some Wesley Crusher, man. Come it wouldn't surprise me. Wesley if Crusher whiz kid. Because Will Will Wheaton is like beloved by nerd community, so. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he makes a cameo as Wesley. And that would be dope, too, because Wesley as a grown-ass man would be really cool to see. I would love to see him in the show um, at least would, once. Would, would, it, would it be funny if, like, Wesley just ends up to be, like, this complete, like, just, like, loser scumbag? Like, oh, no. <laughs> they, were, they were going like towards still, that like, towards the end. Like still, like, still living with his mom. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you realize who I was? <laughs> I was on the Enterprise. <laughs> yes. I was Wesley Crusher's super kid. <laughs> I was Whiz Kid, man. That's me. Yeah. Oh, LeVar Burton's <laughs> got to come back for certain, man. That guy's the best. Uh, I think he's busy with another show, but I'm sure. Please, you know. please give him eyes. Yeah, please. Well, he, he got, he got, yeah, he was he got eyes. eyes. He got yeah, eyes he got in the movie, so he should be, he should be solid. <laughs> but man. Yo, and of course, every, I think everybody's going to show up eventually, one by one. I don't think they want to to hit us all with everybody uh, nostalgia train from the beginning because you also have a new cast that's kind of. Oh, what about the what about the what about that doctor, the lady doctor that like was the the sit in for like that season or whatever, the lady oh, with the perm. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, I, she gonna show up? <laughs> I know the actress' name is Diana Moldor, but uh, what was her name? I forget the the salty ass doctor. She was more salty than bones. What was a fucking deal, dude? Yo, that, that broad was just off the hook. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Dr. Oh, Pulaski. Yo, shout out to Mike. Mike Marquardt in the chat said, Dr. Pulaski, yes. Yes, there indeed. You go. Oof. All right. All right, so, bro. Well, we well thank you, everybody, for uh, <laughs> for uh, submitting to the, you know, if you ever have any articles, go to the Neo's Listener News Articles thread oh. in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. Yeah. Brain-powered. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, this is uh, oh. 1998 uh, offering uh, from Yoshiyuki Tamino. Oh boy, is it ever? Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's actually in his filmology. It's like after um, Garzi's Wing, but the series before that he did was Victory Gundam. So, um, and uh, pretty. Pretty. I'll just give a quick summary of the plot here. Uh, basically, a future timeline on Earth. 
um, a world that's affected by all these natural disasters. We find it's due to some giant alien spacecraft called Orphan, which is like below the Pacific Ocean. So there's kind of like that, uh, I guess, the SDF Macross type <laughs> kind of thing with it, too. Um, we see that there's um, Yu Asamu, Asami um is a pilot for one of what's called the grand shares and there are these um biological mechas that are offshoots or they're they're what's called antibodies of orphan and the grand shares kind of help orphan do its thing and then there's these other ones that are called brains mm -hmm. that are kind of the opposite we see that uh you finds uh he encounters this girl he may and then they find the they see the birth of kind of the uh there's these biological plates that orphan gives off and then there's a brain power that comes out and then it becomes he may's mecca and then they kind of fight and a year later they get together and uh you basically uh betrays his parents who are under this secret organization to restore orphan with the idea that uh it's going to take them to outer space however it's fairly flawed because orphan basically sucks all the life energy out of things living organisms plants people animals whatever mm -hmm. the earth itself um and it's slowly doing this and there's uh these group of people uh that use the grand shares to protect orphan for its recuperation with the idea that somehow they'll be lucky enough that orphan once it's ready to go after sucking all the energy out of the earth and most of the people um that they'll possibly get selected to go to outer space so a lot of flawed stuff um you ends up with these uh the noah's noah people who are kind of like uh trying to prevent this they don't want anything to happen with um they want orphan to you know rise because they you know everybody knows in the end it's going to cause massive damage not only to the earth but to the population um so we have this whole kind of um battle going on between these two groups and yeah i forgot uh you was when he was uh working for his parents he was what's called a reclaimer and the reclaimers are the ones trying to get um, all the organic mechs into the grand share, and, and they re, uh, they're trying to retrieve all the, the um, plates, all the plates that yeah. go all over the place. So, um, a lot of different things going on here. Um, uh, that's kind of the the gist of it. Um, of course, everything comes to a big culmination at the end. There seems to be understanding orphan decides oh i'm just gonna up and leave without really killing the people of earth and destroying it and um everybody uh kind of uh is like happily ever after and then even uh the handful of people that died during the show somehow show up in in ghost form so um so bro um some 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 uh some highlights lowlights or just general comments about brain power man well my brain is depowered after watching this show <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how long were you playing that one for oh my god all week <laughs> oh 
Yo, shout out to Mekasan. He wrote in the chat that he remembered liking it when he saw it. Uh, I'm curious if he saw it way back when it when it first dropped. Because I probably would have been kinder to it when I if I saw it in the '90s, uh, late '90s when this absolute uh, originally aired. But uh, being very well versed in Tomino series, I'm watching this and it's like, man, this is the dog-eared marks of a lot of mistakes that Tomino makes in a lot of his shows. And as I'm watching it, it's like, well, the story doesn't flow at all. It is just a lot of spurts and, and, and stops and starts. Um, each episode doesn't transition well from one to the next. You're kind of like in a different place in each one. And that's fine. I've watched series like that where it's kind of like an anthology, but this is not an anthology where you, you kind of want flow to the story from one point to the next. And when, when I, I was just to give a little backstory, I was watching this series with my wife because she's owned the DVDs for this since before we met uh, back in 2005. So she's had owned these DVDs, never watched Brain Power at all. Just bought them on sale when uh, when they were out there. Anyway, they've been sitting on the shelf for years. And then once we finally got this this whole Mecca, um, this Tomino Roundup going, it's like, okay, we can finally sit down and watch this. So my wife found out I was going to be watching Brain Powered. I said, why don't we watch this together? It's like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Because I never really sat down and watched an entire mech series with my wife. So I was like, okay, this will be interesting. So we sit, sit down and start watching it. And like every episode feels like it's dragging. Uh, my wife is confused uh, from one episode to the next, how it just jumps from place to place. And I'm used to this shit because it's a Tomino series. So, you know, the next episode could put you in, in a different place and you don't know, you don't really have a lot of reference to the previous episode that you just watched. So that's what it felt like in the first couple episodes as the show was trying to feel its own groove. Uh, and it's 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 very hard to connect to the characters as you're watching them too because a lot of them are just angsty for the sake of angst. Like my man, you. <laughs> yeah i get it you hate your parents that's that's that those are the same or or, or just weird like he may like she's just kind of weird and too like yeah she, she was she was super friendly and i didn't i didn't dislike he at all super right? she's super friendly but like almost but then like pissed she gets pissed because then somebody gets friendly back with her and it's like wait a second you were like all over people <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and her and you kissed. This, I thought that was funny. This whole will they won't they bullshit with between them two. I just yeah. wasn't feeling like my man just straight up kissed her. My, the best moment between them is when they're all captured by the Chinese people, and oh, yeah. they're in the they're in the they're in the hut or whatever, and they're trying to untie each other. And I forget. Um, she's about to bend down to kiss him, and then he looks her on the face. It's like, yo, my man's a freak. <laughs> He's a straight up freak, man. But it was one of the few times I actually liked you in the series because he would fuck with uh, he man every once in a while, and it was it was kind of funny the way he would mess with her mind. So uh, there was that. But I didn't think he may deserved half the torture that she got in the show. Uh, I thought she was going to play more of a strong factor in the show instead of just being like, yeah, you're right. She yeah. was she she's the first couple episodes. She's all over the place, yeah. and you're like, okay, I I was getting the feeling like. Wow, she's gonna be kind of because um, I I knew this was still a '90s uh, Tomino yes. anime, so there's no way that a woman's gonna be the lead. But I'm like, <laughs> wow, she might actually be on some you know equal standing with uh, with you. But yeah, after a while, she just gets 
it's just in the background. With, and... a, with, with as many women as spotlighted in the show, as you can see from the opening, and the yeah. opening is super, super interesting because if you are if you're watching it, it's not safe Naked for work. Space. It is not it's yeah. not safe for work, baby. So uh, be careful because yeah. there's a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, yeah. a, a don't lot blame of, us. A lot of erogenous zones being shown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that op a uh, cool song but yeah uh definitely uh and ross says the taste <laughs> yes considerable amount in that op so yeah it's uh it is it is of uh it is of a select choice but um uh i just thought that she was going to play more of a, a more integral part and she does towards the end but throughout the course of the series it's just focusing on moody as you and his his disdain for his parents and him wanting to not accept help from other people and his, and his weird crush on nelly and yo like, dude that nelly thing came out of left field she introduced that character just to die and uh you can yeah see, you smell yeah oh yeah she was oh. yeah she was just the yeah she was the death she was going to be the one that you know that she's the you know she's the adversity that pushes him over the edge. Yeah. So <laughs> she looked like a character from Gundam Wing too. I couldn't place who, but every time I saw her, it's like, oh, oh. Gundam Wing man. Gosh, she's she looks like um she looks like Sally Poe with dark hair. Yeah, like a mix of that and a little bit of Catherine thrown in. Um, a little bit of cat, yeah. A little bit of Catherine thrown in with the way she's dressed, but um, yeah, it's I like the character just fine, but it's like, man, you are you're a sacrificial doll here, man, and that sucks. Yeah, because uh, you 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 introduce this new looking uh, we were right around the time of mid season replacement, so it's like, okay, you showing up with this cool ass looking brain? Oh lord, <laughs> you're either gonna give yours to to you, which doesn't make any sense because the brains are are are, are attached to the user. And so there has to be some kind of sacrifice that goes on that maybe would cause him to fuse. And then sure enough, that does happen. And my girl dies. And it's like, that's that's unfortunate. But yeah, for a Tomino series, this series had few deaths. Surprisingly few. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, she, it's not not violent at all, really. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's battles, but they're just very... Um, they're very just superficial. You know, I mean, let just... me rephrase that. Few named deaths. There's a lot of freaking ca- uh, <laughs> uh, casualties in the series when it comes to like the public and what. Yeah, there's oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, any yeah, you're, um, yeah, no named no named characters really. But uh, going on to uh, some of the other characters of note, man, fucking Jonathan Glenn though. Holy shit. <laughs> This guy, he's one of the he's one of the main antagonists. He's kind of the loser villain, if not the loser villain, of the series. You see him right there on the screen for those who are watching the stream right there. He's the blonde, and right next to him is the one and only Baron Maximilian. We'll get to that motherfucker in a second. But uh, oh. Jonathan Glenn, uh, turns out he's the angsty son of the first captain of the Novus Noah, and the Novus Noah is the main ship of the good guys in this series. Uh, she was she was mad cool, Captain. Uh, what was her name, Captain Noah? <coughs> Cap- uh, Captain Noah, Captain yeah. Noah, uh, uh, something like that. Noah, yeah. yeah, she was she was real cool, and I thought they were setting her up for big things. And then you find out that she was a shitty mother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, granted, she she chose career over raising her child, but I did find it kind of quizzical that you're gonna want to have a child, you know, by yourself, uh, purposely through genetic, uh, the, by picking out a g- genetic donor and all that stuff, and then not be around to raise your kid. It's like, wh- what's going on with this? I mean, granted, she, she looked like she came from rich from rich family because there's people taking care of her son but it did irreparable damage to her son and then her son grows up to be an adult and a, and a absolute piece of shit uh, and then uh 
takes it out on old mummy dearest and the show kind of demonizes her and then she becomes uh a crazy person uh in one episode trying to capture a certain plate and then uh she disappears for a long stretch of episodes and then after she disappears uh we get uh, an a sudden emergence of a character called baron maximilian and as soon as i saw motherfucking baron maximilian i looked at that character and it's like you got to be shitting me <laughs> You got to be shitting me. It's like I love uh, Tamino loves to bring back characters with masks, and it's a trope of his because he did that with Ben Burn Ben Burnings, and um, or was it Burn Burnings? That's it, Burn Burn Burnings, mm -hmm. and Overman King Gainer, and numerous other shows that he's done. But this was like the most egregious uh, version of that altogether. And when it came to uh, Baron Maximilian, she spoke with this vocoder. That did, uh, he he spoke with this vocoder to to, to disguise his voice. And this is it's, it's it was so obvious who this person was. It's easily um, my man Jonathan's mother, and um, and even he's too dumb to realize that it's not, which made me pissed off uh, when it came to his intelligence because he was supposed to be born from genius, uh, uh, genius genetics. Yeah. So I was like, "Are you dumb fuck?" But jo Jonathan Glenn wasn't a complete wash. Uh, he had he had his he had his moments uh, in the series, and he was kind of entertaining to watch sometimes. But my favorite moment with him is that he uh, was actually sleeping with uh, with both uh, Yu's mom and Yu's sister, and yeah. he told straight up told you you had no idea you you probably had a good idea he was sleeping with his sister. So that didn't really phase him when they got into a, a, a up close fight and they both got out their suits and started talking shit to each other. But John hit him with the hard shit. After John told him, was like, I'm banging your sister. And he said, I don't give a fuck. And my man, you said, I don't give a fuck. That's, that's old news. And then he said, well, guess what, man? I'm tearing your mother's back out, too. And it's like, what? <laughs> my man, you was mind fucked. It's like, what, what did you say? <laughs> he was upset. He was mad. And it's like, that's one of the golden moments with this guy in the show. Is that he just straight up told him, it's like, yo, I'm having sex with your mom and sister. Do something about it. <laughs> and you just got washed. And it was uh it was really it was it was a really funny moment that I really enjoyed, man. It was uh it was quite the trip. Yeah, it was actually good and, oh. and it it was like one of those ones where it's like at that point I was like, Man, this guy is going down the Jared Mesa though and it's like, Ooh. okay, he did that and it's like he swore wow, he's he's actually <laughs> yeah, he actually avoided that. Yeah. Like he does he does end up sucking and you know, he's oh, kind yeah. of a shithead most of the um uh, most of the show, but it's like, wow, the fact that he was able to fuck with um, uh, you so badly, and that and that's really one of the bigger mind fucks that you got to mm -hmm. say that probably ever. I mean, can you imagine, like, you know, I'm not only banging your my your sister, I'm banging your mom. Whew. It's like, and you got your, you know, and his mom was you, all you about you got your own, you got your own problem. Your freaking overbearing mom and your milk toast dad and milk toast husband. Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, his yeah his own. I forget. Uh, yeah, Yu's dad was just his dad was a sorry character at all. It was like a milk toast version of Gendo. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess cool. we gotta. Why don't we get that out of the way? Yeah, you might as well just go ahead. Go, go, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take over because I've talked enough. But go ahead. Well, just kind of reading about it, and I don't know, and and supposedly. They're saying that Tamino didn't really say it, but uh, I, I guess if you look at kind of what it is, it's um, supposedly Tamino's answer to Evangelion. Oh boy, I 
don't really see that as much. In some ways, I was kind of feeling more Macross because it felt like everybody was fighting for, even though, um, you know, they're kind of fighting for Orphan, kind of like um, fighting for the SDF one. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of got that feeling more. And maybe because the mechs are organic and yeah. the Avas are organic, but the Avas were like, highly restrained i mean this whole thing with the i mean that's the other thing we just get the 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 brain powers and the grant shares they're kind of sentient and the they will choose their pilot and they will actually um reject people so you know you really can't you really can't do a gundam jack because if the grant share of the brain power or the brain doesn't like you um, they're not going to do much for you. Yeah, straight or straight up kill you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so there is kind of this thing, and and the um, you know the pilots they they feel what the brains are feeling. You'll get this these weird dialogue where it's like, "How you feeling, brain?" And it's like <laughs> you know they're 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 trying to like it, it's it's a little bizarre. So I I guess maybe because of the time that he made it and the fact that it's about some apocalyptic alien spaceship that and using organic mecha but i'll be honest with you Solbro, i really didn't see it i don't you might have seen and maybe like you said the use parents but it's got a couple it, it's it's weird story. because Mm-hmm. Because in Evangelion, it's just really just Gendo, and yeah. in this, it's, it's actually both parents, and there's, you know, it, it's got I, a I don't know. story beats I, where the where the characters are psychologically damaged, like the uh, like um the Captain Noah, uh freaking um uh you himself uh, has he suffers from all sorts of uh the the things that his parents did to him. Um, right. and, and, and it just, it, it, it just pangs of Ava inspiration in the show, I believe, especially when it comes to the brain powers being organic and having a mind of their own. Like the Avas were restrained, as you mentioned, but they also yeah. were, they also had, they could be a loose cannon too, uh, at times. So it, it, it does seem that there were similarities there, especially with the ending being confusing as fuck. Very, very <laughs> high, le- very high level though. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think, I, I mean... Because I, I had kind of read that, and I, I've heard it in the past that it was, sure. like, always his. And I was expecting it to be more like fucking, like, you know, like a Razafon, which yeah. is, like, straight up, you know, straight up rip-off. That is definitely uh, uh Yeah, and like, just search and replace a couple of things, but in the end, it's just freaking, it's Ava. But this, <laughs> I I didn't really get that. The I just kept getting the feeling, I just kept getting the Macross feeling with the whole thing with orphan outside of the fact that, you know, cause you really had one group that was, they were kind of controlling it. I mean, they were around it a lot doing stuff and, and waiting for it. But, um, and then we see that it's just this large machine that everybody wanted. But, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was pretty, pretty, that's a pretty weak thing, but I, I guess, you know, well, what were your what were your initial thoughts when watching it? Because I know we had a hard time kind of getting through it. Uh, well, a couple stops. Well, to start I, 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 of us. I I do, I don't I never really knew too much about it. I've I've used to f- I've 
thumbed through like an, a volume or two of the of the manga, which was yeah. seemed okay. Which I should mention, I actually read all, all the volumes of the manga way back when they came out from Tokyo Pop, like in the late '90s. A friend of mine was collecting them. I read them. I I thought I enjoyed them. I have to go back and read them again. <laughs> but yeah. I, I I maybe I didn't. Maybe it was just a better came off with a better translation than uh, what I watched. But uh, go ahead. I, 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 I knew, I mean, at this point, you know, show's been out for 20 years, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's got, it had a reputation of just not being very good. It was not, but it was never like, oh, you're going to hate this series. It's just like, it just wasn't really good. And, and in the end, I kind of, I understood, kind of saw what was going on and, and why people thought it wasn't that good because, um, it's tough to go through. Um, you never really, I never really got a connection with any of the characters. Likewise, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really care any way what really happened to them. It's like, oh, okay. I, I mean, even with you and his parents, I'm just like, eh. I mean, it's like I see, yeah, you. You have a problem with them, but there's nothing really redeemable about you. And I mean, I don't really. There was nothing that really did anything for me, so I, it, it it's a tough watch. I think um, it's one. I mean, but it's not like unwatchable. No, um, it's not. I, I guess I'll just we'll just kind of go into that now. It's like it's not unwatchable. The ending is really lacking, and in a lot of ways, it's a little surprising with the. Uh, somebody the caliber of Tamino at this point coming off so many good shows that the pacing's wrong and it's just kind of kind of rushed at the end and then the ending is just very like it just kind of happens like okay you goes in gets into orphan and his sister um is merged with orphan and basically says hey i'm here to you know to to get my sister and you know nobody's nobody's going to hurt you and everything's going to be okay and orphan's like really and then you don't see anything and then all of a sudden you see the outside of the ship and all the the um life energy that orphans returning to the earth because what's happening during this time in the final battle is it's sucking all the energy out of everything Yep. It's a life force vampire because it needs to go. And then it drops all this. It kind of goes away. It kind of just kind of stays up in the air and goes off into space. And then um, you comes out in his brain power with his sister. And then he goes over to Hime. And then Hime has a vision of a person that died that she never really knew. And, you know, they have an introduction like, you must be Hime, you must be Nelly. It's like, <laughs> and then, then they show you, like, I think a tomato growing, and then his grandma's, like, house, like his grandma's farm, and then just that was it. So, yeah, I, I, um, when it came to, like, uh, Hime's, I don't know. I, I, in the end, I don't know what, I, I guess they accomplished it because Orphan was allowed to leave, but without killing humanity in the earth but yeah. it's just bizarre 
Because yeah. even Jonathan survived, right? Jonathan survived with his mom. I suppose so. I mean, they show him in the end alive. So uh, if anything, if they're either drifting in space and they're going to eventually die or if uh, they're going to land and be able to, uh, to, to, to to live a happy life. I don't know. Uh, there's, there's so much in conclusion at the end of the series mm-hmm. because they squeeze so much in three minutes. Uh, yeah. I was a little disappointed. And it, and, and it is like it is like three minutes. Yeah. Like the actual wrap-up ending that – of something that probably should have took most of the episode took three minutes. Cause yeah. the first part of that last episode, it was just kind of nonsense of what yeah. they were going through. I'm I just mean, like, what I extrapolate from it is that, uh, I know that uh, orphan orphan, uh, ejected all the people who were on board living in the colony mm-hmm. inside. So that's what, that's what represented all those little, those little beams shooting out of it were people getting shot down, including, uh, uh, you's grandmother. You saw her, being sent, right. sent down along with everybody else um of course orphan may be going back in space to find her her counterpart i'm assuming but i thought orphan as a character would have actually had more of a dialogue with Hime because there's that one moment where Hime meets this little girl in the field and that's supposed to be or, uh, a visual a uh, visualization yeah. of orphan and i oh, thought yeah. they, they might have a dialogue back and forth about uh, Earth survival and all this other stuff. You know, you know, give me some of that that existential bullshit you like to throw at me at the end of every every show. At least give me a little bit more of that and maybe hit hit something that might be worth remembering about in the conversation. But they they just glossed over it. And then by the time yeah. there was a resolution, again, uh, you sister after getting absorbed by um, by by orphan, orphan gets spit out, and it's like you can have her back. A happy ending for everybody. I'm leaving. The threat I pose to the to the to the world. Is, is no more and uh the 53rd state of the united yeah. states is gone <laughs> yeah 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 we forgot about that because the orphan did become part of the 53rd Bro, state of the united states the shade tamina was thrown towards the united states of america was oh, yeah. hard body dude hard yeah, body he, he, he was, he was definitely Ooh, yeah he was hurting us and, boy <laughs> yeah he Yo, yeah he, he was, he was uh, <laughs> And, and what's weird is they rush the ending, and then there's so many other things like um, they could have addressed, but they never did. There, there was a discussion like about halfway through the show about kind of like the evil version of Orphan. Like there was another Orphan out there. Yeah, right. But but nothing. I mean, we they just kind of mentioned it, and um, you know, it it's it, it's very interesting. Like. Um, I, I just don't know for for somebody so versed into doing and Sobro was saying offline, well, maybe it was because he's used to doing, you know, like fifty up epi- he was doing a lot of fifty episode shows. But yeah. It, it seems still, like still it's like mm-hmm. we 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 looked to see if there was any if like if it was cut down. It based on everything I could read. It surmised that it was always original. It was always originally planned as a twenty-six episode show, so there's not any reason for him to really. I mean, you could maybe change your pacing a little bit. Maybe there's certain things you just don't go into, but the fact that it was just, um, just the way it was, it's just. But but then again, it you, you kind of I couldn't hate on it, hate on it because. It never made me invested. I think a lot of times, you know, when you end up not you know, like hating on a show, it's because you start to get invested in something. Like, yeah. you know, some of these shows 
you know, the first half of them freaking starts off amazing or they just got these great characters that never get the just do that they want. I didn't even, get that. Even G. Rickle had some dope characters in it, man. My yeah, man and I think, I think that's why we hated it so much yeah. is because there was some and there were some cool concepts like yes. the, the Kuntalas and it's like, oh, what the hell happened after the dark? And just the fact that it was related to after turn A, it's 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 after the dark history and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or what was it before? No, it's after the dark history. So there was something there where you're like, kind of like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Like, I want to I want to see more of this. This, I'd have to say, is one of Tamino's really generic story. Yeah. like And not to play devil's advocate for G, uh, G. Reco, because that series is awful. But, yeah, it felt like it was going somewhere at first. And that, right. that's, what, that's what got you hooked. And then, all of a sudden, it was going nowhere. Well, this show felt like it was going nowhere uh, pretty early on. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I'm not hooked yet. I'm not... Uh, the premise well, has not pulled it, me it, in. It, it was just that generic 90s anime about the world, like, you you know, the world dying and, re, you know, making something that can heal it. And then um, the main character having family issues. Yeah. Like, it's just that generic story. It hits the, and, a lot of check marks off of, off of a list. Right. And, it, I mean, use... And the weird thing about you is up until he met Hime and the brain, he was a reclaimer. He was like working with his family. He did. And even up until the first couple of episodes yeah. after he, um, you know, he defects because he was drinking the, the first. E- yeah. The first episode. And then like the next, the second episode, it's like a year later. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, 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 he watches the brain, brain power get born out of one of the biological discs. He may takes over the brain. They kind of have a little bit of a battle, and then that's the end. And then a year later, they they get with each other, they encounter each other again, and then he goes off with the Noah's Noah people, and then he's not really buying it for the first half of the show, right? But and I, it just, I'm like, why is he even around? It's like, I I don't know. So that's where to me it was just kind of a generic feeling story yeah it, it, and it, and because the ending didn't do anything i didn't really feel like i lost anything <laughs> damn yes i lost the time that i watched it but i mean i, I but i was never that invested because i couldn't i couldn't get i couldn't just so bro you mentioned you were watching with your wife and yeah. it's like you were telling her, it's like, yeah, it's a Tamino show. So the first couple episodes are going to be like, you know, they're going to be a little dicey. And, yeah. and, and sometimes they are. And, you know, and I'm, I'm going through the same thing, watching it myself. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, episode seven. I don't really know all what's going on here. But, you know, hey, maybe maybe some interesting characters will show up or they'll throw some, you know, Tamino does that. It's got great care. I, I didn't see it. I, I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, when it comes down to it, um, it's just it's just it wasn't as well executed as it could have been. Um, I wish I, I mean I could see that Tamina was trying to go for something original, but it seems like a bunch of half baked ideas that he got to stretch a little bit more. Like some of these ideas he took, 
Uh, it feels like he took some of the organic feeling of this show and put it into Turn A Gundam and did it so much better in that show. Like, I, right. I, I think Turn A Gundam wouldn't have been as good if it wasn't him failing with this show first. Because he got <laughs> he brought back a lot of the staff from this show to work on Turn A Gundam. And I think they were inspired to put on a much better series uh, when they did that show. And even though Turn A Gundam, it kind of is, you don't know where it's headed. And that's one of the cool things about the show is that you really don't know where it's headed because of the fact that uh you know they're they're on a journey and it's a travel log for the most part which is awesome about that series uh brain powered also was a travel log to some degree but it just didn't feel like the story was catching momentum it didn't feel like it was leading anywhere every episode you felt like you were in a different scenario of some kind and although there was continuity between some episodes um even then they would forget details and that that i was looking forward to seeing results so but but turn a gundam is so interesting because yes and a great cast you know too. just just the well not only the, just the cast but yeah. the fact that it's a world that we are familiar with and we didn't live in that time but it's like early 20th century you got like biplanes and old cars and like model t's and yes. stuff and and it's just like wait a second what the hell is this like <laughs> where is this come from is this and because i mean you when you first watch it, you're like is this like the 19 like the 1910s are we doing it but then you're finding out that it's a whole different time because you have the movie so it's like okay, why well, you have the you have the moon race people that come that you know Laurent and his friends come down to Earth on on and you're like okay they're super advanced but they go to Earth and it's like stuck in the 1910s, so there was something there it but the brain powered it was just I, I don't know I, I don't mean know. I, I gotta ask you though because uh, this is something that we didn't talk about but uh, uh Gabridge uh Captain uh, not Captain but Winston Gabridge as a character. Uh, his his turn, his sudden turn. Did it seem sudden to you? Because uh, it was it was a twist that worked but didn't work when you found out that he was the governor of the of 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 the colony on Orphan. Uh, after he had served as kind of like a um, an advisor to the captain through uh, through the most of the first half of the series. I I, I knew there was something up with him yeah they were dropping but... crumbs i gotta give tamino this they dropped a few crumbs about this but i thought about the logistics of keeping that a secret from the public because he i was... don't even understand that he was understand. a secretary u.n secretary general right how does nobody know who he is oh, yeah no he's the freaking governor on board orphan how is that even possible like when they revealed him is that i my head almost spun off <laughs> because I was thinking about it logically, it's like, how do you hide? How, how would how would Yu's uh, parents not know that? Especially since he was dating his grandmother, Yu's grandmother, right? Nayako, and oh. yeah, you knew he was somebody. Yeah, but then they're like, yeah, he's the UN Secretary General, and I'm like, what? How does that work? And that nobody knew. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, it's, it's cool. like the the biggest worst kept secret, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I... Since Baron Maximilian, <laughs> yo, it's funny. which is crazy. But but, mm -hmm. but if it but if you're asking, was it way out of left field? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was because it's like having him the UN. You could have him as maybe like somebody high in the UN, but maybe somebody that's not so visible. Yeah. But the fact that, like, oh, yeah, he's the U.N. Secretary General and also the head of the Reclaimers. I'm like, 
and nobody knew this. Like everybody acted like, and you never said anything. Like you see, you goes over to the Noah Snow people and ne- never says anything to them. Like, well, oh hey, no, because the- they did mention that no one had ever seen him uh, in person. Like when he finally revealed himself and came off the plane, uh, one of the one of the, one of the doctors did say, I must like, have that "I've never thing. met them before, and not very few people have ever seen him before." But it's like, how do you keep that a secret? How do you keep the fact that he's the governor? He's the yeah, he's the how, governor how? of of the colony on board this big ass ship. How how does he even get appointed to that position and know what and yeah. Governor Gabridge, like they know his last name. It's like how is how how could you do this? <laughs> I mean, it was a cool reveal. Don't get me wrong. And it, it, again, the breadcrumbs were there. If you go back and watch when it, when, mm-hmm. when Gabridge says that he was part of the orphan project when it was discovered, uh, and he was part, he was leading up, which is the reason why he never married uh, Naoko in the first place. It was what kept him uh, those two apart. I was like, I should have, I should have known he was deeper into this than uh, than that. But uh, when the reveal happened, it's like it just happened matter of fact instead of like yeah, they were matter of fact about it. And it was that opening of an episode when that's something that you close an episode with, you know, they they open an episode with it, and it's like, yo, you guys, you guys didn't really plan this right at all. Like it should have been a monumental reveal, and it wasn't. It was just, it was just, just throwing it out there. I was like, damn, did y'all just write this into the show? <laughs> It kind of felt like they haphazardly threw it in the show, although they were planning for him to have some kind of twist, I suppose. But it just it just wasn't executed well, and it's just a number of things that weren't executed well in this series. The animation was, and uh, so was the music. But uh, <laughs> man, I don't know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's 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 it, it was interesting, <laughs> but his whole like role in the whole thing was just. Because he was just that, you know. It's like okay, he's he's somebody. Yeah. But what 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 the heck is he? And it only and, only for him to lose his power so quick when his former uh, the captain of the ship that he used to be the the um, the advisor on uh, is now in a mask, then taking over his his colony. It, it was a nice reversal of fortune to have Baron Maximilian take his shit uh towards the end of the show but it was so weird at that point i didn't know what to make of it at at that point in time but it was neat that they were still uh in league in the same room for at least a minute on the same side on the opposite side than when the series started but again it was just so looney tunes at that point i just i couldn't appreciate it at all uh the the developments that they were making with this but um uh, yeah mm -hmm. No, I was just saying it. It just gets so, um, it's just so bizarre. It's yeah. just such a bizarre show. Uh, um, let's say some say some positive things about the show. I will say that one of the best things about watching the show is the freaking score. Um, Yo- Yoko Kano, man, um, she did this series. Uh, this series came out the same year, incidentally, as uh, Cowboy Bebop. So she knocked out both these scores in the same year. For uh, brain powered and cowboy bebop, which is amazing, and then the very next year she worked on Turn A Gundam. So at this point, this woman was on fire, and I gotta say that the brain powered has a lot of good tracks in it, uh, score wise. I was very familiar with brain powered first and foremost because of the score, because when it came out, it was Kano, and uh, I was already collecting her, sco- her soundtracks at the time. So I had listened to the score like a good twenty years before even seeing it, <laughs> before seeing the show. So I was I was vastly familiar with how how good the soundtrack was, but um, I it it, it doesn't do it justice. You you gotta if you never watched the show, if you don't even want to watch the show, definitely listen to the score because it's it's inspired. Uh, it's it's also just just very well done and um, 
if you like what she did for Escaflone, it's almost like a kissing cousin to that when it comes to the type of direction that she went with this series. So it, it, Bebop is way different than what she did for this show, but it's amazing that she did both of those the same year. So yeah, Yoko Kano, man, in the zone as always. But any, any yeah, on I mean, yeah, oh yeah, I mean, come on, it, and it, and it's funny because you know she just has you can just kind of once you hear the music you're like oh, that is yoko kana <laughs> like i knew beforehand but it's like it's just like there's so many of this so much so much of the music has a staple of it and um yeah and of course i will say this which is like with any tamino show mm-hmm. um even though it wasn't as violent in the aspect with the main characters but the fight scenes between the mech even as I didn't personally like, I liked the Grand Shares a little bit better than the Brain Powers. Yeah, yeah, I thought the Grand Shares looked a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the way they are, and um, they would a lot of times they do this weird the the flying where they're just yeah. kind of with their arms and legs on their sides, and it it just it looked lazy but i guess it was because it was supposed to show that they're organic or whatever yeah. but man the the fight scenes and a lot of the um a lot of the group scenes when it comes to uh just uh with the mechas in there um the grand shares just sometimes when they're flying in formation or whatever and and looked great looked great but um character designs uh, it's it was, 90s it's 90s yeah. yeah it's the late 90s character designs yo my man naki guys um, was straight 90s boy that your naki guys showed up yeah i was like yo homie man, you ripped right out of the, and he's and like then, that mid-season character too that shows up uh and and starts to start some shit uh i thought he was good as dead but apparently he survived yeah. surprisingly enough but um yeah I, I, and of course and of course i mean <laughs> there are a lot of uh, you know, if if you're sensitive about depictions of other races, um, this may not be the show for you because it's oh, Mr. in Grant. <laughs> Mr. Muhammad is just <laughs> oh. man. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess all people from the Middle East just Oof. you know uh, talk like um, you know talk with really thick like uh, Aladdin a- accents and have to wear um, you know have to wear headdresses so mommy was trying uh, so hard to get with irene too <laughs> I fall yeah. in his face. you got all that money in the world and still can't get a can't, can't get no play from this woman which is great because uh I, well i mean granted she was she she kind of got cool with him towards the end but um yeah mr muhammad they, he, he kind of just showed up out of nowhere too and that uh um, and he wasn't he wasn't that bad i yeah. actually kind of liked him he grew on me too actually he he wasn't um he kind of understood what the heck was going on mm-hmm. and I, I mean he didn't he w- didn't take everything so seriously, but yeah, I mean, he, he's he's definitely not for um, for you know for people that um, are offended by uh, stereotypes because yeah. there are a lot of stereotypes <laughs> in this show, um, and of course you know it wouldn't be uh, Tomino's '90s uh, anime without just um, a lot of just bashing of women <laughs> when it comes oh, wow. to. Uh, just how manipulative and things like, and I think that was one of the things that kind of stood out the most is like, um, usually in a lot of like victory Gundam, you had like, you know, you had Katagina and you had, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, 
Yeah, Marbet. Yeah, uh, Mar- no, well, no, like the kind of the manip. Oh, um, okay. Katagina, yeah, and then um, what's his face? Um, the low rent. What's the low rent shard? Oh, that one Chronicle? again. Chronicle. Like his his sister kind of <laughs> manipulated him because he was kind of an idiot. Yeah, he, he just sure was. was an idiot. Um, and but every woman in this, Tamino was kind of like not really showing in a good light. And uh, it's I mean, really probably weird. the best was maybe he but even then, he kind of shows her being a, a little manipulative and just kind of doing, you know, doing things for her own self and things like that. Not so, only that, but they were like cracking on women for not like for choosing uh choosing career over motherhood. Yeah, uh, they were really, they were really, they were really taking the piss out of yeah, because uh, they really, they really go on. I don't know. Uh, yeah, for like not, not being basically... in a servant role, and it's like, man, this is not. This would not fly today. No wonder she became Baron Maximilian. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, she just she had a complex about it later on. But um, yeah, it's just it, this show does take a couple stabs at women that I did not dig at all. And uh, if you're a female who wants to watch this show, you yeah, be forewarned. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It, you might you might you might you might and, get offended. And then what? And it, like I said, it wasn't like in other shows where it's like one or two women very old-fashioned kind of paints them all in a poor light even though they really should have been but uh, i mean like they could all go hysterical at any second it was like yo yeah that's that's not that's that's not cool tomino what what the i'm glad i'm glad tomino has grown as a creative but yeah (laughs) yeah i I don't sex is in this building right here and just i gotta say it's it's something. I, I, it is. It is a product of his time. You know, Zamungo. I think Zamungo was easier on women than, <laughs> than this show was. Yeah. Well, Zamungo was just. That's saying I mean, a lot. Zamungo was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zamungo was. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, that was tough. <laughs> well, Zamungo wasn't taking itself seriously, and no. I think in some ways that might be the problem with brain power. It is yes. kind of takes itself seriously, and it's like. This shit's ridiculous. It makes no sense. So why why are you taking yourself so seriously? Yeah, by comparison, Zabunga was very tongue in cheek. Like compared yeah. to well, this is mean, like at, stick up its ass. At, at a point when it's a bungle, we're like, yeah, this is what the hero would do, and that's me. I'm the hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, breaking the fourth wall. So, um, but Silbro, anything else before we go to our um, our ratings? Man, um, I, ultimately. I, I gotta say that this is a, it's it's a very um, unique series in the fact that Tomino did try to do something different. Um, at moments, I did feel a little bit experimental uh, vibe, like he had with or or Battler Dunbine, but or Battler Dunbine is a success to me uh, by far compared to this. This is uh, he he at least was trying uh, his own his own stab at making something that was I guess in the vein of a '90s mecha anime. Because uh, that was a very experimental phase for mecha anime at that time too, so uh, I, I give him props for making the attempt. I just, I just wish he would. Uh, it, it turned out to be better. But again, I think that this series did pave the way for making Turn A Gundam such a good ass show, and also it brought us eventually to uh, Overman King Gainer. Of course, Neo brought it, brought it to me that after, uh, was it after he did the show that he did Garcy's Wing? Oh, was that before? No, no. And 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 Tamino. Okay, so in Tamino's filmography, Mm -hmm. um, he did. So this was 1998 and 96. He did um, Garzi's Wing, 
which was just an OVA. Oof. And then prior to that, the show that he did prior to that was Victory probably. was was Victory Gundam. And some, so, people would, some people would say that Victory Gundam is not his best series either. I love Victory to death. It's a tough watch, but oh, man, real ooh, tough. That shit yeah, had me on fucking I mean, pins and needles sometimes. That shit, I mean, yeah, man, so you can see death's coming, but man, that shit still had me on the edge. <laughs> Watching that shit. Yeah, Victory Gundam's ninety three. Yeah, he was writer director of ninety three, so that took him into probably ninety four, ninety five. Garzy's Wing was ninety six, mm-hmm. which we went through during our whole Dunbine. Um, talks and then anime toilet which but garzy's wing is like garzy's wing garzy's wing garzy's wing oh Oh my god oh my god and then brain powered and then after this a year later he's gonna do turn a gundam and then, and, then uh, and then after that, Overman King Gainer comes uh soon after the that, two, yeah the two the, it says here the two um turn a gundam movies and then uh in 2002 and then he he just directs Overman King Gainer. Yes. He's just the director, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much gonna be. Um, <laughs> that's it. it, man. So, bro, you and I can actually say we have seen every one of his friggin' shows. I actually haven't seen every one of them. There's one I haven't seen, and it's one that you and Chris reviewed, and I don't think I was on that episode. It was. Uh, I think it was a way. Of, it might have been during. My honeymoon, actually. You guys reviewed um, Wings of Rian. I have yet to watch that. That's the only thing is I have yeah, seen. Yeah, we did do Wings of Rian. did do oh, Wings of Rian way back when. And Boy, y'all, y'all struggled through that shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because when we did the Dunbine toilet with all of the offshoots of Dunbine, yeah. we talked about Wings of Rian. Yeah, that's right. You never, you never uh, caught up. Yeah, don't don't feel bad. Oh my um, god, I still want to watch it just to be a completionist. But yeah, man, I, I, I it I, looks good. Yeah, because it's over. It looks right? it looks no, it looks damn good. Yeah, damn, it's a mess. Oof. Um, and Oof. and very um nationalistic too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's crazy how his his Dunbar material after the original series just doesn't hold up. Like all the yeah. other stuff he's done Dunbar related, whether it be Garzy's Wing or or Wings of Rian. Or um, Neo Bison Well, man, it's just not good uh, compared to the original series, man. Uh, Dunbine is so... Uh, man, I would love them to revisit the original series. As a series, I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of because I think there was just avenues they didn't explore in the world of, uh, of Bison Dunbine? Well. The, uh, in Dunbine, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Dun- yeah, I mean, I don't even know if you could do a, if you do a remake. It's almost like you just if you're gonna do anything, you would just do like Zeta Zeta Dunbine, yeah. you know, or something. Oh, I forgot um, to mention that my man you felt like a leftover Camille, like he <laughs> felt like Camille's leftovers, dude, in character design. Like, like, yeah, his, like, like all the all the things they took out of his character design, yes. they just kind of threw into not, you. Not only that, but like his beef with his parents. Like, yeah. it, it, except the Camille's parents didn't live long enough for it to be show long. But um, in this series, his, his angst with his parents and his family and all that shit was kind of Camille esque. It's like Camille. And Camille's like, parents were just like absentee. Yeah. Like, Yu's parents were like, they were doing something that's actually going to bring upon the destruction upon the world. Yeah, shitty people. Is and, and, and he was cool with it for a while. Like, yeah. let's forget. He was a reclaimer. He was like, I'm kind of good with this. Yeah, because he was inducted into that life 
without yeah. any kind of choice. But then once he meets once he meets Hime and Hime says, uh, no, not says anything. It's just the impression that Hime left him. You know, yeah. got his got his blood boiling over the course of a year, and then he decided to do something about it. So lucky that he met her, but at the same time, yeah, his parents were freaking awful compared to Camille's. Camille's parents were just doing their jobs, and, and his dad. Yeah, they were just absentee. His dad was a shitty person because he was cheating on his wife and oh, his, his, Margarita. His, his margarita, and then his mom. <laughs> his mom was just so caught up in the work that she couldn't see the forest for the trees on his infidelity. You, you, you just you do that. You, you, you ignore mom, and you're always with Margarita. <laughs> Yo, my man was oh, wild, man. Yo. <laughs> man, god damn! But uh, yeah, it's just... Camille's big hang-up is he had a girl's name. It's yeah. not a girl's name. Camille's a boy's name. Like, I, I love it. I he, you instantly, you instantly hit that trigger with that guy just because of that oh, shit. Man. It's the best. I, I fucking love that guy. People shit on Camille all the time. It's like, nah, son, that guy's my man. <laughs> He's so hateful. So, yeah, I guess I guess in closing, I can't say too much more that hasn't already been said. This so bro, mm-hmm. um, I mean, guys, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, you know, I, maybe you'll like it, and it, yeah. I mean, maybe there's something in there that you. I don't hate this. I don't think I'm gonna give it. I'm not gonna give it a too, like a hateful rating or anything, but. It just is. It's unremarkable. I guess maybe yes. in a lot of ways that's that's the, way that's the right best there. way. If yes. I had to do choose one word to describe brain power, it's just unremarkable. Oh man! And it's amazing coming from such a remarkable director who's had just so many, you know, remark. I mean, my God, we talked about earlier, Gundam yeah. alone. It goes to show um, that not everybody's perfect, and even the best directors are. Yeah. Some directors, even Spielberg, has his turkeys, and uh, so does so does uh, a lot of other lauded directors. And Tomino is no different. You know, he he's willing to at least make a ch- uh, make an attempt to try something, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, I we will give him a lot of shit for G Reco. We do too, but at least he had made an attempt uh, to put on one last good show for us. Uh, yeah, you got to you got to give the people that are trying to go out of their comfort zone. I mean, yeah. not everybody can be J.J. Abrams and just uh, continue to you know just do the you know just copy and replace everybody else's work. But you were just throwing shade like Tamino is at America. Good shit. I'm looking forward to the rise of Return of the Jedi or what. Yeah, whatever the whatever that movie's gonna be in, in a month or two. Oh my god, yeah, freaking the rise. Of Even the though I am happy, it's gonna have Billy D in it. Yo, Billy, yeah, me god. too, man. I am. Si- I'm psyched. Si- Finally, see yeah, fuck, they waited too goddamn long to bring my man. And I will there. say, anybody that doesn't follow Billy D. Williams on Twitter, uh, there's something wrong with you because oh, yeah. the man is amazing. <laughs> he has the, the greatest posts. And the fact, you ever see what he works out in, Solbro? Oh, I know he's got his. No, I he has jumpsuits like. that have on the right chest on the right breast uh-huh bdw hell yes <laughs> <laughs> and he like works out all the time and there's actually a picture of him with the rock yeah i saw that i saw that actually uh trending billy d what man i i think I'll, I'll probably shed a tear if when that man passes yeah man, he's up he's I, up there in age, i so love I billy d williams so <laughs> and you gotta follow him on twitter because he is so funny so, but um, so bro, ratings time, ratings, ratings man. time. 
This is a toughie, man. I don't want to. I I don't want to rate it like it's bargain basement because it's not. It's not a <laughs> toilet series. I think you'll have an appreciation for the show at least a little bit if you see Tamino's other work. It is definitely at the bottom of the list of shows to watch that he's done. So I will say mm. this, but I'll I'll be fair with this show because I think one is a toilet, uh, toilet series. But I'll give this series, uh, and this is being generous, but I'll give this series two uh, two tomatoes. <laughs> Ironically, for uh, not not for rotten tomatoes, but they grew tomatoes on uh, his uh, his mother's uh, his grandmother's farm. But two tomatoes out of five is what I'll give this uh, this series, man. Um, what would you give it, sir? Oh, I'd, I'd have to give it um, um, two. I want to be Berg Katze, Baron Maximilians, out of uh, out of five. <laughs> because every time I saw Baron Maximilian, I just felt I just kept thinking of it reminded me of bird katze from gotcha man, Yo, man even though awesome. yes the cover schemes are all different but you could just tell it was like uh, this is some androgynous thing going on because what if one scene she'd be looking like a dude dude look like a lady and then another one it's like wow that's uh, quite a quite a feminine man there <laughs> <laughs> so but um yeah that that that's that's what i'd have to go so um yeah, so bro, I guess uh, um, our, our next installment of Tamino of our unwatched Tamino, oh, yes. the, the shows that sh- that Chris wouldn't allow us to watch. Oh, I'm sure that's, that. that's, that's, <laughs> I'll put an it, it's going to be Man. King Gainer. So oh, I, I don't know if it'll be in the next next episode or, or the episode after that. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. But um, yeah, that. I, I'm sure you, we won't have any problems watching that as oh, we've man. already seen them. Before, I own that series so. on DVD, so I and look at look at that, look at that freaking straight G on the my, on the Twitter my, feed. My man is pimping, boy. Look at this guy. He got his own Funko. Look at this old man, yo BDW man. baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he has got the great. He has got the great when he posts all his stuff about his workouts. They're inspiring. I'm like, the guy is like 70, 80 years old, and yeah. he's freaking working out like like every day, man. He's cooking, so man. getting that physique back, man. Good shit, man. Please, yeah, please. Lando Calrissian. Any more Damn. years of uh, of Billy D. Williams in our lives, man? I'm glad he got. They brought him back as uh as Lando, man. Good shit, man. It took him forever yeah. to get them back, man. How dare they? Did, did they ever say why? I mean, did he piss people off or something? He doesn't oh. seem like he's like a guy that would piss people off. No, and people it, love him. And people love him, man. He's, he's never really... I don't really... Well, you know, you know how these studios get sometimes. Yeah. Somebody will like kind of piss with them and, and yeah. they... But it's like, really? You couldn't... You, you brought in, you know... you brought in han solo and everybody else i mean i guess because han solo it's his son and everything but it's like really you can't bring in billy there's no way you can bring in billy d williams even in the second movie uh you got to have all these bad bad new characters like uh rose and stuff (laughs) (laughs) i can't stand finn i know you like the actor the actor is fine but i can't stand that character i love that character to death I I, I, he, I see myself in him in some degree. So, yeah. well, but he he reminds me of uh, he reminds me of kind of like a a, a goof. Oh, does he know? Always, oh no! Yeah, oh, he's no. he's got a little he's got a little little goof in him. But um, <laughs> so Sobro, I guess um, we'll, we'll close it out. Uh, any anything before we uh, we close it out? And any anything's any. any 
Is there is there any way that people can beat you up uh, oh, virtually boy. online? Dude, I haven't, I haven't streamed of... in the dog's age. This is the first stream I've done since I think our last stream that we did for goddamn two months ago. I wanted to stream the other night actually, but um, my 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 two my splitters uh, died, so I had to order another two-way splitter. So I just got it in this week. I've yet to hook it up, so I have a replacement splitter now. Will I stream Austin? Shout out to Austin in the chat, aka Not Sure. He asked, "When am I going to stream on Twitch again?" Uh, possibly this weekend. I'm actually on my, my vacation started today. Um, I, I just finished my last day of work and I, I'm on vacation until uh, Tuesday when I go back to work. But uh, I'm dedicating the majority of that time to, uh, to working on my first draft for the book I'm working on. Uh, matter of fact, uh, some of you guys regulars uh, for Gundam, I might be uh, reaching out to you guys to, uh, to read uh, some of the stuff I've written. Uh, I'll have to have you guys sign NDAs, but I know some of you guys were curious and some of you hit me up. On social media so i'm gonna hit you guys uh back once i have uh, a couple a couple arcs for the book i'm working on finished uh i think i finished uh the first two arcs and i'm working on the third one now so uh once i have that done i'll probably start having a couple people read it because i need to know if it's total shit or not so uh, i need feedback and that's what i want before i finish the final version of the book so um be on the lookout some of you guys and uh i need people who are gonna be able to read it like right away just to put that out there, mm. like if you got life, don't don't worry about it. Uh, I just need to find people who are like got some free hours to. How much into do you it. need to? How much do you need to have read? Like, um, do you need like a couple chapters at a time, or yeah, or I, I've, I've actually finished for the first draft of the book. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm writing a book called Vermilion Royale, and uh, I won't say much about it now. But I finished well, the shouldn't. first. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I want to give away too much. But I finished the first five chapters out of twenty six. Uh, for the for the uh, for the first draft, I'm working on the next six, which is a uh, a very mech. Uh, mech it, there's an arc that involves mecha and all that stuff, and it's about okay. six episodes deep. So a lot of the listeners of the show would dig the third arc of the series. So once I finish that, then I'll start um, handing it to several people to check out that manuscript at that point. But actually, it would, it would probably make it would probably make a lot of sense for the people to read the other ones because that would be. Oh no no! It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a yeah. completely contained. It's gonna be chapters. Uh, it's the prologue and then chapters one through twelve. That will oh, okay. be all together. So I wanted to read it. They have to read it straight because uh, the story's ton, told non-linearly, but it also is told linearly. It, you'll you'll get it as it goes along. Um, but I, I tried to take a writing technique that I, I really liked uh, from a manga I read called Twentieth Century Boys. Because if you guys, for anybody who's read Twentieth Century Boys, you'll know exactly what I'm <laughs> talking about. But if you think that Lost invented flashbacks, it doesn't do it half as good as 20th Century Boys did. And I really mm -hmm. like that to that storytelling style. So I decided to put my own spin on that and added uh, a few other things. Or Shaman. Yeah, Rashomon. Yes, Rashomon <laughs> did, did it first. <laughs> it really goes and, back to Kurosawa. Yeah, there's exactly. only like three, always, there's only always three stories that are known. Yeah, they're, they're in the world. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. You said flashbacks. I'm like, oh, they were show mom. Yeah, they're flashbacks. I don't want people to cringe at that word because it's a big part of the story because I jump to different, why would uh, they, different times. Why would they cringe? Yeah. Half the shit they watch on TV is all told in flashbacks <laughs> now. It's, it's, it's almost, it's just, uh, you know, it's been done ad nauseum, it seems like, sometimes. I, I have but, fun with it. But done well, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I have mean, fun with it. And I drop a lot of a lot of crumbs towards certain things. And there's payoffs 
in my in my in the two books I'm working on right now. So as you read it and get along, characters develop, things don't stay static or stay the same. Like big yeah. shit does happen throughout the course of the books, and I, I really wanted to do something where you when you start the book, the character's not the same at the end, or the the character the cast that's in it is not the same at the end. And I got a ton of characters in it, like uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes. So that's a lot of shit to fucking keep track of. So. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this much, so bro, if you get picked up. For HBO, for this, for this. <laughs> I'll I, 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 I'd at least like a producing credit. I'll take the you? low level credit, Uh-oh. like junior producer. I'll hook me up with that. And if you're gonna have so many characters, do the technique oh, of Legend of the Galactic Heroes and put and just have the names on the bottom because I yes. wish more shows did that. Please, it's, it's, holy crap, it, it is, helps. It is a must. Like, because <laughs> I, even even I do this trick in the book where I reintroduce characters after they haven't been around for a while. Do you know how much? Be, to... Do you know how much better Game of Thrones? How much easier I would have followed that show mm-hmm. is if they had their names show up. It's like, yeah. hey, this is blah blah blah. Oh yeah, now that makes sense. I haven't seen him in a, a since season, season one, or two. and now it's season yeah, six, it's... and this motherfucker shows up again. It's like, who who yeah. is this guy? <laughs> yeah, why does he look familiar? I mean, you know, it's because. You know, when their budgets increase, it's harder to recognize them because now they're, you know, they, they, or they, or they change actors like they did on like half those characters. Yeah, man. But, um, um, yeah. So I, I, I that's all I request a, a producing credit and put freaking names under there. Oh, because you, you do that, people will be like, oh my God, this is the most amazing. It, it, that will give you buzz for your show just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who are curious, uh, here's the, here's the, uh, Twitter for uh, the book I'm writing is called uh, Vermilion Royale. That's Vermilion with one L. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, you can see cool. the, uh, the chapter list right here for the book so far. All, every song, every chapter is named after a song. So uh, if some of the songs you might recognize, some of you don't, but um, yeah, it's- uh, steal that from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I sure and... did, I stole that wholesale. I stole that from Luke Cage too. <laughs> Luke Cage does it. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of shows uh, that actually do it, but Cowboy Bebop. There's a ton of, sh- There's a ton of shows that do it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, man. But I, I like. I always like that. I read. A, I read several books uh, throughout the years that did that too. So uh, yeah. I, I was like, when they do do that as naming conventions, although uh, the 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 title of the chapters have kind of like a slight influence on what happens in the episode, but not even though like, even though half of them probably end up as Rolling Stones and Beatles songs because yeah. they have like. They have like the best titles. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them do. That is true. I mean, they really do. I, I I'm not a Stones fan, but I understand why um, people people like them. So yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Um, more to come cool. on that. Uh, I'll keep cool. you guys up up to date. We'll but, keep uh, we'll keep us posted, Soul Bro. Yeah. We'll help out as much as we can. Trying so. trying to have it have the first draft done before the end of the year. Because I, I got to get to uh, moving forward on that. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, check out the websites, man. Uh, MAHQ.net uh, is the Mecca and Anime headquarters where the magic happens. Make sure to go there and support the site. And also check out the different sections there, whether it be the reviews, uh, written reviews of uh, past anime Mecha series that uh, Chris and the, cat, uh, the staff there have written uh, reviews on. Or um, the uh, liner art and uh, the information on all sorts of mecha from your favorite shows. You can check that out at mahq.net. Also, make sure to check out um, mechatalk.net. That's the uh, official forums of MAHQ. You can go there and register and join the conversation. Uh, You can also go to Facebook and look up the group MAHQ1 and uh, make uh, make a request to join. If you're not a bot or a jerk, 
you may just get in. <laughs> mm. Also, follow us on Twitter at Gundam A-T-M-A-H-Q. Also, M-A-H-Q-D-O-T-N-E-T. And, uh, yeah, uh, also, uh, you can follow... Uh, Neo runs the uh, Gundam uh, Twitter, so you can reach out to Neo directly through there. And you're going to reach me on Twitter at SoberRyu. And, again, Vermilion Royale, if you want to check out what's going on with my book with updates and whatnot. I guess so, I do run the... I didn't even think I run you the do. Twitter. Because <laughs> you know, I, I don't even know what the password is anymore, so... <laughs> Yo, exposed. But yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Gundam on Twitter. Uh, that's Neo. So uh, make sure to uh, say hello and follow us on all those different platforms. Uh, Neo, uh, back to you, sir. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't really have anything at this point. I, it will be coming up to the holidays here. So me and Soulbro, oh. we'll we'll figure it out. It'll probably be a little bit different because. Um, we won't have Chris. Uh, I'm I I'm gonna be in town uh, for the holidays, so oh. that that'll be good. So I'm, I mean, I'll be in town where I live. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm oh, not so yeah. So I'm not like traveling anywhere. <laughs> um, but uh, I've done a lot of travel this year. Um, so uh, but yeah, that that that'll be it. But we'll we'll we got some stuff for you. And um, yeah, sorry about the. A uh, little break, but we just lots of things were going on, and um, we just couldn't connect. So um, we, we apologize for that. But you guys know this. I mean, some of this these yeah. things happen. A little thing called hurricane also came ripping through here too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a little thing was... called hurricane. Little thing called having to be not earthquakes, but a little thing called you know having to go out of town. Yeah, uh, for, for a couple weeks. So place. yeah, so it, it it's just tough. And, um, but yeah, so we'll be, I think, I think me and Soul Bro, um, I think we should be able to do this in the probably in about, about, about two weeks or now. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be going good. So, um, you guys keep it up, keep, keep posting things on the, the submitted news articles and, and post stuff up on the, the Twitter, um, you know, sometimes I respond, but you know, just keep it as you see how I do Twitter. It's just, it's just fun stuff. No, uh, I'm taking the Will Sh- William Shatner uh, thing. No politics. Don't want any of that. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, thank you, everybody. We'll be back in a few weeks. Thanks for listening to Gundam. See you in a bit. Okay, you big-headed, tater-tot-looking freak. You trick me, you stack the odds against me, you threaten my friends, and you insult my robot. Now, I'm mad. Gundam. At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. Stewie. Why did you do it? You were having so much fun, Bry. Besides, the earth is on fire. One dog driving a Prius won't fix that. Where to? Let's do donuts on Mark Ruffalo's lawn. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Come on, you guys. Knock it off. 
Hey, why don't you turn into the Hulk? Oh, right, you're just a Hollywood sissy. I'm calling the cops. Oh, you hear that, Brian? Hulk's calling the cops. <laughs> 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 Turns out old Mark really was the Hulk. And Brian and Stewie got tossed clear up to New Hampshire. I'm Sam Elliott. This concludes your B story. <laughs>